All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. I'm your host, the Landover Legend, a.k.a. Big T. And I'm here with a special guest of mine, an old friend, old classmate, old um, uh, neighborhood ne'er-do-well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. On some, on some 2003 shit. Yes, indeed, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, you indeed. know what I'm saying? Uh, PG County is uh one of those things that's gonna be in the history books, I see it. And that whole era, that whole spinning rims, rubber bands on the ankles of the jeans, um, uh designer painted shirts, yes, indeed, going yeah. to go go's, that yeah. whole era is uh something that's cemented in the back of my mind and I know it is for this brother too. Yes indeed. Um my guest today is the uh the owner and uh, I guess uh, inventor and uh, head chef, I'm assuming, yes, of Simply Decadence Catering. Yes, indeed. Um, won't you uh, introduce yourself to the people for me? Yeah, man. This is Emmanuel Tawo, man, also known as E-Man. Uh, chef Tawo, you know, many names, but, you know, man right here. Yes, indeed, man. How y'all doing today? Hey, man. Uh, tell the people a little bit about your business. Uh, so basically, man, we run, um, run a catering service, man, run a catering service, um, try to do fine dining, but you know, we meet all needs, all needs. We meet, uh, Southern comfort, you know, Asian style, whatever you, whatever you need, man, I, I guarantee you we can, we can get that to you. We also are moving into, uh, infusions, you know, so for the, for the, for the, for the bachelor parties, the, uh, you know. The, the the girls' nights, the you know, all all that. We we got what y'all need, man. I'll let your boy, man. Y'all can uh reach me at Simply Decadence. Uh I believe it's underscores over there. I, I will check that out and get that back to you before this interview is over. <laughs> but simply decadence catering at IG dot uh, IG, man. Instagram. <laughs> That's uh, indeed. Website coming soon. That's indeed. You already know. Okay, okay, okay. So uh uh why catering? Um Man, cooking was always something um something special to me. I was a fat boy when I was younger. Fat boy when I was young. I used to look after myself when I got back from school, man. So uh, you know, mom worked long hours, you know. So uh I was the youngest, so I beat everybody back from, from school when they was in high school, middle school. So man, I used to be in there super Nintendo, super super punch out and uh and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> super punch, super punch out in bacon, man. That's that's one of my early memories right there. So, uh, so yeah, back then, um, it was just uh, fooling around, man. But as I got older and just you know learned, I had to take care of myself, you know, sometimes. And you know, it, I was in there, man. Mom, Deuce cook, uh, older sister cook. I guess it just uh, trickled down to me, man. So I, I made a career out of it, honestly, you know. And um, yeah, that's that's how that happened. That's how that happened. What was uh, one of the first things you ever cooked? One of the first things? I would have to probably go back to bacon, man. Just like, bacon? Yeah, just, just bacon. <laughs> <laughs> just, straight, just, straight, so, just straight bacon, yeah? You feel me? So, yeah, so kids uh, usually back in the day would, you know, grab a couple of cookies, put that on a napkin with some milk. You you went and cooked up six pieces of bacon. I went and cooked up bacon. You hear me? <laughs> like, man, uh, from, from early uh, childhood, man, from them breakfasts, man, you know. Them, them salty snacks was, was was where it was at. So you know, I had to see what was that, man. I was always um, what can I say, a uh, curious person that you know 
wanted to see if I if I could do something. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, back then, I, I knew that that God was with me because I ain't burned down the house. You hear me? So yeah. yeah, yeah, you hear me? Six, seven years old cooking bacon. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things could go wrong. So you know, back then that 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 showed me that I had like you know some skill with that. So I took it from there and then you know went with that. So you could say that you developed a passion for it at a young age. I I would definitely say that. I would definitely say that. Okay. Huh? I wouldn't say that I had a passion for cooking, but I like to eat. Exactly. I, I don't think I ever lost that uh, urge, as yes, you can indeed. see. But uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yes, indeed, <laughs> man. Yes, indeed. So how did you uh, get started catering? Um, Honestly, it just kind of like, hmm, that's a good question. I guess it kind of just like fell in my lap, to tell you the truth, man. You know, friends, family tasted my cooking. Uh, from there, just went to, uh, I'm having a party. You know, can uh, can you do this, do that, you know what I'm saying, for me, for real, for real. Putting a price tag on it and uh, and running with that. You know, word of mouth spreads fast. You feel what I'm saying? So from that, one brings three, and then there you have it, for real. I think that's how it truly happened. Because I don't, I don't really remember, like, not before I was getting orders, like sitting down and being like, I'm going to start this. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think when the orders start coming in, that, that made my mind go into like hustle mode. You feel what I'm saying? And being like, um, I'm about to start a, a true catering service. You feel what I'm saying? So I think from that, that's where, that's where it picked up at. I, I, I think, I think that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? That's indeed. So when did you start? Um, I would like to say around probably 2013, 14, me and my sister, me and my sister started, me and my sister started doing it, you know what I'm saying, doing it as a, as a family thing. And it just, it just grew from there. Yeah. Okay. So she, uh, she, I guess obviously has a passion for cooking like you. Oh, most definitely. Um, if you ever get a chance, man, um, Sweet Creations on IG, man. Check that out for your cake needs. You know what I'm saying? Pastries, any type of desserts, cooking, soul food. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? She does that. Real talk. Okay. That's I'll make sure I get that uh, information. And I'll post indeed. that link. Everybody go check them out. Because, Appreciate uh, that. Appreciate that. You know, especially it's, it's fall. Yeah. And uh, people going to be looking for those sweets when they're in the house. Yes, indeed. So, you know, plus, you know, birthdays and all that good stuff. Yes, indeed. Football season. You already know. You know what I'm saying? And even though they in the bubble, we still was looking forward to this regardless to everything else that's going on, at least for me. I think it was a, um, I think it was a much-needed distraction, man. Uh, I think a lot of people were going crazy just being stuck in the house, no sports to watch, no, you know, no, no, um, and I say no separation from uh the the evils that go on in, in humans' minds sometimes for real for us. I think it was a I think it was a nice distraction that came right on time, man. We never really had not that I can remember, basketball season and football season together. That's that's definitely a pleasure right there. Real yeah. tough. Yeah. Um I mean you gotta look at it like this. Uh back in what, April, May, they had Baby Boy on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like, they had nothing. Yes, indeed. There was not enough reruns. <laughs> you hear me? They, they played a movie yeah. on ESPN. I was like, 
I gotta be looking at BT. This <laughs> has to be the wrong channel. <laughs> you hear me? You hear me? So yeah, man, that that came perfect timing, man, right there for real. Uh, who's your who's your team? Oh, uh, I gotta rock with Forty Nineers. I'm a diehard 49ers fan. Um, basketball, it's a little bit more tricky. I follow, I, I follow more like the person or the player. You know what I'm saying? Growing mm-hmm. up, I was a diehard Garnett fan. You feel what I'm saying? That was my dog right there. Uh, so I was a Timberwolves Celtics fan. But, uh, now I gotta rock with Dame Lillard, man. I think that's my favorite player right there. You know what I'm saying? Right now, man. You feel Consistently. Yes, indeed. Um, I, I feel the same way because, you know, after the 90s, you started seeing these super teams pop up. True. You know, and it, it just became like, it, it almost came like a curated thing like wrestling was back yeah. in the day. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait a minute. This is this is happening a little bit more than I thought. It it it, it did take away from it. it. It took away from the competition aspect of it. But honestly, honestly, we always had super teams. It just wasn't as many as it is now. You feel what I'm saying? I think um, we, could, we, could you really call it a super team or well-rounded? Celtics. I mean, period. Lakers. A super. I mean, they they were kind of super teams though. They were kind of magic. You know what I'm saying? Late eighties, early two thousand. I think this era it started with that big three in the Boston. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? It started with that big three in Boston, but um. I mean, them they were some nice super teams back in the eighties and like you know what I'm saying, early nineties though. That that Boston team was a super team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That Boston team was a super team and that Laker team was 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 a super team. But they they built it though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, like it is now. Like, you know what I'm saying, players got together and was like, We're gonna do this, you know, like this and we're gonna all sign with this team and it's gonna be like that. A lot of the Jones back in the day they they was even signed to draft, drafted. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they were they were superpowers though. They were superpowers though. Like, I can say that. You feel what I'm saying? I see where you're coming from with the well roundedness. I do see that. I do see that. But we got to be honest. Like you went in, you know what I'm saying? Three pizza. You know what I'm saying? Two. You know what I'm saying? Two times. That's a super team. Well, I, I think that a lot of people don't give credit to the players of the past because a lot of them was chain smoking and playing in chucks. Oh, most definitely. All game. Most definitely. And and look at Larry Bird. Larry Bird was, was really Josh Slow. <laughs> <laughs> he was Josh yeah. Slow. He gave you that old man game. Exactly. Though, man. He was giving <laughs> the behind the back. Real talk. You hear me? Pass. You hear me? He gave that good old, he was saying old man I'm game. Like he about to go work on the clock so he get about that basketball right here. This yes, is what you about to man. get. You about to get all this. Yes, indeed. But nah, that that was good. That was good basketball. That was good entertainment back in the day though. Cause that, you know what I'm saying? That with the fouls and that, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, that was good basketball right there for real, man. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot of flopping going on nowadays. You feel what I'm saying? I, and it is what it is. Don't get me wrong. It is what it is. It makes for more exciting basketball. I, I would say that. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? More, uh, more threes, more, more dunks and things like that for real, for real. But, you know, you kind of miss that, you know what I'm saying? That, that grunginess of it that, you know what I'm saying? We had back in the day though, for real. You feel what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the era I think I grew up in for real. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe I'm just old. <laughs> what can I say? You feel hey. what I'm saying? That's always back there in the mind. You, you man. and me both. Yeah, that's you hear me? Um, I mean, so 
because there aren't uh there isn't a real time gap or real spread out of superstars or people who have the ability to shine you know stick out from the crowd there's a lot more of that so you know back in those days you had Magic Johnson, Will mm-hmm. Chamberlain, Isaiah Thomas. But now, um, and I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's what basketball was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It kind of blew up when you added the black people to the element. Not that mm-hmm. I'm saying that uh, race has anything to do with this particular thing that I'm saying. But now you have possibly eight to 10 stars on the team, depending on what team it is. And depending on what year you're talking about, and the number grows. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, when uh when Shaq came through, when Muggsy Bowes came through, when um Charles Barkley came through, you know, now you had, you know, a person in this conference or this set of people in this conference, and now it's pretty much the deck is stacked on both sides. So it's like now it's really who just has the advantage or you know, who's more popular than the next person. Not even when it comes to basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about shit they do with their cars or yeah, shit yeah, they yeah. do with their girls or True. what movie they've been in. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the whole uh, competition when it comes between athletes kind of moved out of this whole, you know, entertainment side, of, at least with basketball. Well, no, I can't even say in basketball. Yeah, it it yeah. grew into all sports, if yeah, you think about definitely. it. Most well, definitely. You feel what I'm saying? Um... I think that's just the, the the day and age that we in. It's more, we have more exposure to them now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Through social media and things like that. So it's a lot. It's um, it's 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 easier to get famous now. It's it's a lot easier to get famous now. And um, most of the time we know a person even before he shows that he's a superstar on the court or something like that, or on the field or something like that. For real, for real. And we're already like, um, we already feel like we know the person just through the social media aspect of it. And, um, I think that's just, just where we are right now for real. And it's, um, it's a, it's a beautiful thing though, honestly, to tell you the truth. Um, cause, uh, back in the day, um, you know, I think TV or, you know, uh, the broadcast network, they, they, they control the narrative of, of a person. You feel what I'm saying? I think, um, I think now, um, we're able to control our own narrative. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's definitely a beautiful thing. I would um I would like to see people control it a little bit better, but that's just my opinion. You feel what I'm saying? But um that is what that is. It's a it's a beautiful thing that we live in nowadays, but I think it's um I think it's a it's a it's a it's a Peter Parker effect, you know, with great um what's what's the phrase I'm looking for? With great power great, comes great power comes great responsibility type shit, you feel what I'm saying? But um you know, I think we'll. I think we'll get there. I think we'll get there if we're not there already. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people don't realize that they they're not just famous. They become influencers. You know, <laughs> without it, you know, what I'm saying dawning on them that you know, I got 15 million people following me, and some people are very impressionable, and they mm-hmm. might think that this is the way things should be done, or my lifestyle is the, is the style to be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sought after. And I'm like, a lot of people don't know how to think for themselves and they don't, they don't realize that. They don't realize that certain people only have, uh, you know what I'm saying, your social media to look to because of, you know, they might have a bad home situation or something mm-hmm. like that, or that might be their only escape from whatever they're dealing with. 
that people don't think about that. They just say, Hey, I'm only this person. I'm only me. You know what I'm saying? I can't control that. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, common decency, a lot of people ain't, you know, really on that. I will, I will say this. It's a, it's a bit of, um, it's a bit of a, a, a two-edged sword, if I should say. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't don't ask to be a role model. Um, they really just trying to live their life. You feel what I'm saying? So, and I and I get that. Um, but I also get that it, it's kids out here that are looking at you like, I want to be this person. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's impressionable kids that. Um, that just running around, you feel what I'm saying? Like back in the day, you know what I'm saying? We we running around on the field and like shit. I want to be Barry Sanders. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a juke this way, juke that way, be Barry Sanders. If we was to see, you know what I'm saying, like Barry Sanders doing that or doing this, we gonna be like, shit. Maybe maybe I should do it. Maybe that's what's giving them his juke move. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and that's just the the, the kid in us, you feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we all just humans though. We all just humans that have fault. And I would say, um, I would say, just allow people to see both sides. You feel what I'm saying? Don't just show them the glamour. You feel what I'm saying? Show them the the the, the bad side too. You feel what I'm saying? Let them take it all in. Because a lot of people, um, a lot of people see it and then run with what's going on. Like we're supposed to be perfect, but no one is. And um, I think we should just be able to see that that. With good comes bad in every situation, in, in LeBron's situation or in um, Quinn Cook's situation. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to, just to say that. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's um it's it's a tricky situation in life, man. You feel what I'm saying? But um, you know, the people that 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 are standing up and being role models, the the LeBrons and you know the 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 people like that. You feel what I'm saying? Because I, I do respect LeBron in the aspect of being role uh, a role model. I do not respect LeBron in the aspect of flopping. <laughs> for yeah. real, like, like for real. So I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a big LeBron fan, but I do respect what he does as a person, though. I can say that. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, just, um, just, just, you know, I guess, um, what I'm trying to say is, is be mindful, but, um, do you at the end of the day? You know what I'm saying? That's I all mean, you really can do. Yeah. Um, being idolized is one thing, but uh, being portrayed as, you know, a role model for a certain person, I don't think anyone sets out to do that. Yeah. You know, so I agree wholeheartedly. It's just like Michael Jordan. Um, I think he's an asshole. I mm-hmm. met him one time, and uh, after waiting in the uh, line for like an hour and 12 minutes uh, trying to get an autograph, um, he was like, I ain't. Oh yeah, I ain't trying to take no picture. Or, yeah, you know, sign no uh, autograph for no niggas, basically. <laughs> and then he turned around two minutes later and took pictures with these girls I after I spent money Lord, at hurt. a Wizards game hmm. to go see this dude and bought a jersey. I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "Fuck him!" But <laughs> I can't take away what he's accomplished in the game outside of the game. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. Yeah, you know. But then I told myself. I'll never financially support anything that he has. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I could still say, you know, he's the GOAT when it comes to basketball. And other people might disagree, and it is what it is. I think he's the GOAT 
I think I definitely think he's a go when it comes to basketball. But the, the the crazy thing is, I think that his assholeness and his selfishness is what led him to be the go. You feel what I'm saying? I think that's that contributed to it, what who we had to be for real for real. I think you have to be a certain. I think you have to have a certain cockiness. Yeah, a certain yeah. cockiness, a certain like um, arrogance, a certain like what what can I say? A certain uh, air about you that you be like you cutting all that type of shit off to focus on this type of shit. You feel what I'm saying? And then give me the ball type shit. You feel, you got you have to you have to be that. So I think that contributed to him being great. Um, but just going back a little bit, like I think he's great. For the for the time that he, you know what I'm saying, that he was playing basketball, it was a different era than it is now. You feel what I'm saying? For what he was doing was way before his time, man. Way before his time. And that's just the way that he, he just he just captivated he was just so captivating and in that era for real, for real, is what is what made him the greatest in my mind. You feel what I'm saying? Along with the um the the game seven shots and, and shit like that for real for real but that's in my mind that's that's what that it was it was the finesse and the power you feel what I'm saying that to his game that that made him like that's that's that nigga right there you feel yeah. what I'm saying like and even still even looking back at it not it's not even just like that time when you seen it even looking back at it now it's like this nigga was 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 doing some shit back then for real for real even when motherfuckers was trying to like Body slam woman, like you feel what I'm saying, like yeah, that that was it was yeah, he was he was doing that back then for real, man. So yeah, shout yeah. out, shout out the big dog. I know you probably asshole, but it is what it is. <laughs> you gave us good basketball to watch when we was kids. <laughs> you can't you can't ask anything more than that. Real talk, man. So uh, let me get back to this. So uh, what's been your big biggest challenge in the pandemic when it comes to your catering business? Oh man, um. I guess knowing knowing your timing um and filling that out uh knowing when to to shut it down knowing when to bring it back up knowing when to um say no and you know cuz um one thing I have seen um and one thing I I I, I tried not to like like put myself in cuz it's it's um you scroll down your timeline on, on Facebook or Instagram, man, everybody's selling plates. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And I didn't want to get cast into that role of like, you feel what I'm saying, um, the candy lady or you feel what I'm saying, something like that. Something generic. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? I wanted, I, I'm a caterer. You feel what I'm saying? I, I, I work at the risk cards and I'm, I cook for a living. I, I, this is not just what I'm doing for like, you feel what I'm saying, just, just now. This is not, so I didn't want to go into that that realm for real for real and be you know be cast as that. So um, I also seen once people start doing that, I'm not knocking anybody for doing that. I think it's a wonderful thing of what's going on right now. I think this pandemic brought a lot of entrepreneurship out of people, um, and that's that's a beautiful thing for real for real, man. Especially with the uh, especially with us black people, man, uh, and I love that. But um, at the same time. I seen uh, you know, sales going down and I seen um from from my aspect and my catering business, I seen more waste sometimes that was like that was coming in, you know what I'm saying, that was going out of my shit 
and it was profit for real, for real. So I had to make the hard decision of being like, let me just stop that and just cater for a minute. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And sit back and, and, and watch the movements, watch the waves and, and, and check out my next move. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, I think that was the biggest challenge for me. You feel what I'm saying? To, to be able to somebody, cause a, a body in motion stays in motion. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And to be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going a hundred percent. You feel what I'm saying? On a hundred for real, for real. And they have to like be in my mind, say stop. It was hard for me. Just to, you know what I'm saying? Just from what I brought up earlier, the evils in, in somebody's mind can be like, man, you should be doing this. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You should be doing that. You should be, you feel what I'm saying? And just to try to silence those voices in your head and be like, you know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll come back when it's perfect timing. You feel what I'm saying? And having faith in that and having trust in that, that voice. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I think that was the hardest aspect, but in those times, it made it had me to figure out other aspects of catering. Um, I actually have a a wing sauce that I'm, you know, I'm I'm promoting. Um, simply decadent sweet chili buffalo sauce that I think is the next big thing. Uh, I'm just trying to get that out there, you know. So wing sauces. Um, I'm coming with my own my own rubs, barbecue, brisket rubs, you know, things like that. And I also want to uh sell prepackaged smoked ribs that all you gotta do is pop in the oven for probably like 30, 40 minutes. You know oh, what yeah? I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm trying to go down different aspects and that. Mm-hmm. And those time that that downtime helped me to figure that out. You feel what I'm saying? So you know, um, trust the process and never, never get too down on yourself. You feel what I'm saying? If you have that feeling that you got to do something, do that and trust that process. Cause it's, it's a reason. It's definitely a reason. Yeah. I was, um, I was looking at your IG page earlier today and appreciate that. You know, I'm looking at it right now and it's steak and cheese. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. It's steak and cheese. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, I wish you had a, yeah. uh, a walk up spot I can go mm-hmm. to right now. Yes, and that's, that's gonna be, is, is a, a restaurant or a standstill place you'll go? That is the, that's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal. Uh, many of them. That is the ultimate goal. Um, but like I said, it's, it's, it's a process. Um, I think before that, it's growing clientele and fan base and getting that, you know, where that needs to be. So no matter where the spot is, you know what I'm saying, people will come like, you know, I'm looking for that, that simply back in the steak and cheese. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. So I think, you know, that's the case. Um, and that leads me to uh, another aspect of what's going on with, with the whole, you know what I'm saying? What the whole thing is, um, Trying to trying to find a balance of promoting on social media. Um, T know where we came from. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we come from some real shit, so to speak. If I can say that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And like the whole social media thing contradicts what we grew up to. Like, no, you feel what I'm saying? Our whole thing was um, hustle. Don't be seen. You feel what I'm saying? Don't, you Gang, know. Gangsters move inside. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's, yeah. and, and, and social media is like a whole contradiction to that. So um, 
you know, it's 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 just finding a new balance and finding a new, you know, um, a way of doing things. Uh, I think I'm trying to trying to get there and trying to find that balance because honestly, people want to see, people want to know who you are really before they even eat your food. They want to know who you are before they buy your clothes, and that's the I think that's the age that we're in now. It's not so to speak about the brand it's about who's behind the brand you feel what i'm saying um and you know like, like i said before it's a it's a good thing because you can create your own narrative but like i'm saying now it's a whole contradiction to what i grew up so it's like you feel what i'm saying it's like 20 23 24 years of this you feel what i'm saying and trying to like do that in what six or seven years of of this new shit so you know it's um it's a balance but you know, any challenge, you know, that's in front of you, you gotta you gotta attack that shit. It's it's just what it is what it is for real for real. When we finish with this, I wanna talk to you about that as far as promoting your business. Yes, indeed. I got a couple ideas for you. Uh right. yeah. I appreciate that. So, um what's uh, some of your menu items? Um some of the some of the things that I came up with and honestly, uh actually I was just thinking last two days that probably in the next two weeks I'm gonna be doing like a um, a final, final going out of summer sale type thing. You feel what I'm saying? Pop up shop or, you know, drop offs and things like that. And some of the items that I want to do on that menu is, um, uh, one of the, one of the hot sellers this summer was my love at first sight, Joe. And that was basically a, sh- uh, creamy shrimps. No, no, no. Creamy scampi pasta. With stuffed shrimp, three stuffed shrimp on top of that, with um with crab legs, with with two clusters of crab legs, and then uh what what's on top of that? We got the butter sauce, creamy butter sauce that goes on top of everything, and that was the love at first sight. That was a big seller this summer. That's gonna be on the menu, I believe. That's gonna be on the menu. I want to do a chicken and French toast uh plate, chicken and French toast. Mm. I want to do that. Um, boom, 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 crab cake sandwich. Um, I want to do one of my other favorite dishes, which is a salmon and grits plate. Salmon and grits. Uh, it's a blackened salmon, pan seared, um, with a, with a cream sauce. A lot of people do, do a pan sauce, but I like to do almost close to a Alfredo sauce, uh, with a spinach in that. Let me pause for a second. I use bathroom. So, uh, you was telling me about the salmon dish. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, the salmon and grits, salmon and grits plate, man. Um, that's one of the favorites too. That was, um, that's a good dish. Um, we got the, the, the pan seared salmon, you know, uh, with the, with the cream sauce. I think the cream sauce is what make that, that thing pop though. Okay. So, uh, what would you say has been your top selling dish? My top selling dish. Hmm. Um. The most the 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 favorite of the you know the customers I would have to probably say the the smoke wings. I do a um, smoke wing that's um, also that's also deep fried. 
So it, it comes, it comes like buffalo wings. It comes like buffalo wings, but it got a nice smoky flavor to it. You feel what I'm saying? I think that adds to the, to the, to the wing sauce. It, it actually started from me, um, trying to promote my wing sauce for real. So I was like, let me do this, this dish, you know, with the wings for real, for real. And it just, it just blew up for real from, um, orders every weekend and, you know, going like that for real, for real, free orders and, and, and all that. You know, so I have to say that that's probably the the favorite of the customers right there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so with everything that's going on as far as the quarantine, um, I know that uh, like a lot of restaurants have been trouble getting ingredients, and they took a lot of stuff off the menu. Mm-hmm. Has that affected your business? Um. Not per se the, the the ingredients, but um, you know you go. It, it affected me getting new customers. Um, I think I think everybody's a little skeptical of uh, you know, going going with different shit. You know what I'm saying nowadays for real for real, like with this whole pandemic thing going on. So I, I did see that. Um, I think that was one of the biggest things that that's going on. Um. But as as far as ingredients, not not necessarily, not necessarily. It, it you know they they did take a couple things off, but I would say the um the customer aspect was was the biggest thing, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh not to sound like a fat boy or anything, but <laughs> yeah. you know I used to fuck with the onion rings at Popeyes. Yes, it did. And every. Every Popeyes, you know, saying ain't fucking with them no more, and yes, I'm just indeed. like, I know it's onions out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all just not making them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that I'm like, what was so bad about these onion rings that could cause you to get sick that that didn't affect the rest of the shit? Mm. You know, not to sound like a conspiracy. No, thing. no, 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 no. I get that. I get that. And uh, you know, um, I'm not. I'm not sure because what you know, what could be big in Maryland could could not be big in the, in the other states. You feel what I'm saying? That, that could, that could lead to that. Um, but, um, side note, um, that confetti cheesecake that they used to have at, at Popeye, you ever taste that? Yeah. Oh my Lord. That was, that was that like for real. Yeah. It, it tasted like fruity pebble cheesecake. That's, that's basically <laughs> what the, you know what I'm saying? What it tasted like. Yeah. And that joke was, was that, you know, for real. But, um, yeah. Onion rings. Uh, but, but 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 yeah, that that you know that that can uh that can affect that, you know what I'm saying. But um but yeah, man. So you know, I think we all had something of our favorite in a restaurant that they taken off, man. Um, Nigga, man, the, the blackberry lemonade that Wendy's used to have. Blackberry lemonade. They had it like I don't know how many summers ago. When I tell you, I would go. Leave out my house at ten o'clock. Buy two to put one in my refrigerator <laughs> for the next yeah. day and drink one that night. That yes, shit indeed. was crack. Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. And I'm man. just like, hey, man. I know y'all got the stuff to make it. <laughs> just, he trying to get at that, man. Look, <laughs> look, I'll give you two extra dollars. I know it ain't. The, it's a secret menu item, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey. What, what's the password I got to whisper to get <laughs> this man. shit? My man about to be on his Rick and Morty shit, man. Look. Hey. <laughs> bring bring that Szechuan sauce. You hear me? He, he ought to be on his shit right there with that one. But you know, man, yeah, man. Um, I think one of the jokes that that fucked me up was just the whole restaurant was was the Shonies, man. 
Shonies and um and Roy Rogers. Hog on the Hill too was was, was that shit though. I think oh. they got one of them jumps around here though. Hog on the Hill. Hog on the Hill. I haven't seen one since that. Uh, it was in that shopping center in New Carrollton off Four Fifty. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that spot right there. Yeah. Um, smorgasbord, basically. No, what's that? Yeah, it was way. Uh, where is it like a zip? zip yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was over there. That um, was that was one of the um, what's in that? It was that. What? It was another. It was another spot though. It was um, it was like a all you can eat type jump, but it was um, it was buffet style. Oh, we get this jump. But my family used to go there every time. Any any celebration, any graduation, birthday party, or something like that. It's just, it was that same shopping center though. It was that same shopping center that we talking about. With, Seafood job? It wasn't. Well, that was another spot, but that that was my sister's spot. She used to take. They used to take us there. That was um, Chesapeake. That was okay, Chesapeake yeah, Bay. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? That was that was okay. another spot right there. That was about where the Ames was at. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But the joint I'm talking about is right there where the Burger King, the Red Lobster. It's a uh, it's a yeah. Harley Davidson shop right there. You feel what I'm saying? Or oh, it used to be. I'm not totally sure. It was, it was like uh, where the Mary goes is now? Yes. Yeah. Right there. You feel what I'm saying? I can't remember the name of this spot, though. But we used to, you know what I'm saying, got so many memories from that joint right there, man. For real. But I think we all got we all got stories on that shit right there, though, man. For man, real. Red Lobster um, was a spot me and my folks used to go to back in the day. Mm-hmm. like. Faithfully. Yes, indeed. Still to this day, it's one of my favorite restaurants, and I haven't been there since this, all this shit happened. Actually, yeah. I'll tell you the last time I went, March 16th, 2020. Mm. Yes, it's indeed. fucked up that I remember that, but a lot of significant stuff happened that day. But, yes, indeed. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Shoney's, they aren't in Maryland anymore, mm-hmm. but I know of some in the Midwest and the West Coast. Roy Rogers is in mm-hmm. Virginia. Um, shit, it's White Castles, I think, in Virginia, too. It just, it's just, it's like nowhere near us, though. That's, that's the crazy thing. White Castle, I never really had, I never had a, a burger from White Castle, but I've had White Castle burgers. You feel what I'm saying? The jokes that they got in the freezer section. The frozen jokes? Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? But I've never had a joke that, that came off their grill. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, another joke that I heard you and, you and, um, you and Kevin talking about was, uh, Shakey's. Yeah, and that was that shit back in the day too, man. For real. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never had shakies. No, I, nah, I never had. And you know, everybody I say that to give me that same yeah. facial expression. <laughs> Young, and I'm like, oh, they rave about it so much. And I'm just like, it's just one of them things I never, I, I, get I never that. got. You I know, so it's just like, um, mm. well, like I, I'm a picky eater, right? Mm-hmm. So if I told you that uh, I don't eat. Black eyed peas, macaroni cheese, um, a lot of black people shit. You're mm-hmm. gonna look at me like I'm crazy, right? You gonna happens. be, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you're gonna be like, what did you eat when you were a kid? A lot of peanut butter jelly sandwiches, yeah. and chicken wings. And I shit. feel that. I feel that. I but feel that. It's 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 something that happens to people. You know what I'm saying? Not too often, but yeah. it does happen. Like I didn't I didn't eat a cheeseburger till I was 12 years old. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? And I just like. I never had it when I was younger than that, and then I just I decided to try it, mm. and then it ended up being good. Like I never really ate like um, uh, what's another thing that I tried? 
uh, spaghetti, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Like I was like 10, 11, something like that. I thought meatloaf was a different type of meat. I didn't realize it was just hamburger yes, and shit like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff as, as you grow, your taste mature Most and definitely. all this other shit. But now I'm to the point where, you know what I'm saying? I'm making fried rice. I'm making mm-hmm. uh chicken teriyaki. Yes, I'm baking salmon and shit like all those stuff that I, you know, slowly matured into as an adult. Like yes, you indeed. need to cook. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You need to, that's part of survival. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I was younger, the only thing I could cook was like scrambled eggs, maybe mm-hmm. some toast, you know, put a pot tart in toast or some shit like that. Yes, indeed. You know, but now I, I can make a spread. Yes, indeed. I can make three different styles of wings and stuff like I, yes, I'm indeed. cooking meals for the family and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, and not everybody is, uh, I, I could say, uh, in that position or, or even took the fortitude to actually develop that skill. Yeah. Cause you think about it. If worse come to worse, can you, can you grow some shit? That's the, that's can the you, thing. you know what I'm saying? Can you, can you gut a pig? Can that's you, can you break a chicken's neck? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, some fucked up shit. I thought about, um, I was talking to somebody and, uh, they're actually developing like, uh, I want to say develop, they're actually building a farm. Mm-hmm. And they getting goats and chickens and stuff like that. And I was like, free range chickens kind of got like a fucked up deal because, you know, they think everything is cool. And then one day you just run up on them and, and start choking them. Eh? Like, hey, I, know, yeah, I did not see that one coming. I did not think we was going that, that way. I didn't think we was going that way. We was going that no G shit like you just be like you know I, I this dude is cool he, he's yeah. I ain't in no case and next thing you know ah, ah. you know what I'm saying hey uh, hey hey I I don't even, I I ain't got nothing for that I don't, I ain't got nothing for that, nothing for that right there I, um uh God bless him uh, I, I y'all delicious um <laughs> <laughs> uh, your sacrifice wasn't in vain, I guess. I don't know. I, I, that, that one, that one caught me by surprise. I didn't know he was going down that road right there. I didn't know that's what it was I going. know it's, it's it's a random thought, yes, but I did. think about shit from time to time. <laughs> like you know, because free range chicken does taste better. Yes, you know indeed. what I'm saying. Yes, opposed indeed. to you know, yeah, uh, yeah, caged yeah. animals and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I guess I I'm thinking from like. Um, the animal's perspective. Yes, indeed. You know, uh, you know, Tony Baker's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, that nigga a fool, yeah. Yeah, he is definitely a fool. And, um, uh, listen to him talk about how he went vegan <clears throat> and how he wants to give the animals a voice. He kind of, when I watch his videos, it makes me think about that stuff. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of true shit, though. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It, it's, it's definitely true shit. For real, you man. know what I'm saying? Like I have a couple of dogs, man. That you know what I'm saying? This that experience, man, just lets me know that they all have personalities. Don't get it twisted. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so uh, I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> what to say? I'm not going vegan anytime soon, but um, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's definitely crazy, but you know. I, I I don't know what to say about that one. That, that's a good one right there. That was a good one. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to the vegans. Yeah, I respect y'all. 
Uh, but it's not happening anytime soon over here. I don't, I don't believe so. <laughs> I'd never say never, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, that, I love my wings. <laughs> For real. Hey, you and me both. Yeah, I'm man. actually thinking about getting some wings. You hear me? You hear me? Hey, but, uh, but yeah, though, man. Yes, indeed, man. Yeah, that was, um, that was, a, that was, a, that was a good one. That was, um, yeah. That was an off-road experience right there. I, I didn't know that was coming right there. That was a good one. <laughs> hey, look, it's 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 all types of thoughts that people yes, don't. Um, people like have like uh you know certain ideas or something or certain thoughts might come across their mind. I'm the type of person that I say that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Dave Chappelle is one of my favorite yes, comedians. Indeed. Like I swear, he says the stuff I be thinking sometimes. Yeah. You know, like um. Uh, if you look back at some of his sketches and um, uh, like when he was like walking around like if the internet was a real place mm-hmm. and all that wild shit yeah. and, I would, and I'd be thinking about shit like um, you know like what if uh, what if this old lady in front of me um, slapped the shit out this little kid that's you know bumping into her and shit like yeah. that and I'm thinking will I laugh will I walk away you know what I'm saying because a lot of people would be like you know they mind their business and yeah. going about the old, they'll try to defend one or yeah, other yeah, yeah. party. I'm just like, man, this shit would be funny. <laughs> and I wish that somebody would record this shit and narrate the shit. Because yeah. it, 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 with all the videos and stuff popping oh, up, man. I'm just like, it'd it be so much random Listen, stuff. Man. Them, them voiceovers, man. Them voiceovers be having me dying. The Tony Baker Jones be having me uh, crying, man. It's another guy that does it, man. Uh, I can't remember his name, but man, those, those animal voiceovers and just voiceovers from like, you feel what I'm saying, random situations be having me cracking up, man. It's real 85. Real, real talk, yeah. You ever, you ever see, uh, his jumps? He, he do like a lot of like the Mortal Kombat jumps. Mm. Um, GTA videos. Uh, I can't say that I have. I might have stumbled across a couple of them and not knowing that, you feel what I'm saying, it was him. Um, but I'm not. I'm not too familiar though. Yeah, he's a YouTuber. He's been doing it for a minute. I first found out about him when I seen he did a uh, he did a voiceover for the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Okay, he broke it up into ten segments. Yeah. So like the first episode was him. It was like the scene in the movie when they was watching April O'Neil mm-hmm. on TV in the apartment and shit. And he come on, like, he do all the voices. And yeah. He, and it for each person. It and, sounds familiar, though. And and she was like, she came on to Joan and was like, yeah, uh, that's one to everybody. I fuck Raph. And everybody, <laughs> oh, and all, yeah. And all the children yeah, was like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. Yeah, yeah. yes, indeed. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that. I wasn't too sure, you know what I'm saying, it was him. But yeah, yeah, that was, that yeah. was good shit right there. He, he funny as shit. He do a bunch of, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto videos. Wow, like you say, you say what his name? His name is It's Real eighty five on, on YouTube. He got a, I think he got a page on Facebook too. <laughs> but um, that's that's another part of this pandemic that people, uh, you know, what I'm saying, could hop on as far as you know, inventing, invent, reinventing themselves, coming yeah. up with new hustles, coming up with new strategies. Because who would have ever thought back in February that next month? You will be sitting in your house and having to find a way to make things happen. Yeah. Zoom, I looked it up. Zoom was worth forty three eleven mm. in February of this year. It's now worth two hundred seventy nine dollars a share. Lord have mercy, man. 
and growing. Yeah. And growing. So I'm like this. Investing number one. Yeah. Um, that should be uh uh financial literacy should be key in the household, mm-hmm. especially in these day and times, learning uh what's trending, how the stock market works and all that stuff. And then coming up with a new way to capitalize on situations like this. Because whoever thought it would be hard to find toilet tissue and paper towels and simple shit like eggs and milk. Now, there's times where like we have like inclement weather and stuff is hard to get to the stores, but it never took a month. It never took two months. Stuff never was like taking off of menus permanently. Like, you know, around here, you can go to a Popeye's and they'd be like, we out of chicken, but we got size. Like, nigga, why are you open? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It was, um, it it was crazy. It was crazy. Cause especially cause the, the weather was, was perfect. You feel what I'm saying? There's people were just like, it was, I didn't understand why the toilet paper was like the, the, the number one thing that like people grab when the shit happened for real. I didn't, I didn't get that. Um, to each his own, I guess, but you know what I'm saying? For it to take so long for it to get back restocked though, you know what I'm saying? Is what got me though, for real, for real. You feel what I'm saying? That, that was the crazy thing about the whole thing. People try to capitalize mm-hmm. on, um, you know, I don't want to say lazy people, but people that, uh, don't take situations seriously. It's like that guy that bought all that Pharrell and was selling on yeah. Amazon for like a thousand dollars a bottle or some shit I like that. that, you know? Um, Amazon shut him down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it goes back to me saying everybody being decent, or at least trying to be, show some sign that you can be decent. Like, you know, stop trying to take advantage of people. You know, that's, that's why people put up the argument about like, uh, famous people having OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether you, you know, you, you in that industry or you in that lifestyle or whatever. Like, you already famous. You already get paid for, you know, appearances and stuff like that. Now you're going to take away from other people, like, not to be defending strippers, but even though they should be defended in certain aspects. Yeah. But, like, you taking away from other people's chances to, you know what I'm saying, make a living. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, for me, I'm just like, it is what it is. But at the same time, you know, think about your surrounding. Do what's best for you and yours. And, you know, stop taking life like... uh Stop thinking things are going to go back to normal. This is normal. And it's only going to change from here. Yeah. You know? It's, um, I, I don't know what the new normal is going to be. I think it's going to, I think, I think it will change and evolve, so to speak. Um, I think you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep up with the times right now. Um, or the, um, what can we say? The, 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 the Perel guy and um, the OnlyFans comment things like that. Um, I can't I can't knock the hustle per se. I can't knock the hustle. Um, just something to me that that won't say that. You know what I'm saying? It was wrong. I think it was. Um, I think it was unethical. <laughs> I think I think that. But the the hustler in me is like you know what I'm saying. That was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know it's um. It's levels to the shit. Though. It's definitely levels to the shit. Um, you know, it's it's uh you you have to you got you got to do what you do what you do at the end of the day. You can't you can't necessarily. I want to make sure I I, I want to make sure this comes off right. 
um, you got to do what you do at the end of the day for you and yours. You can't necessarily care what people think, but at the same time, you have to have some ethics with you. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I'm not saying um, disregard people, but um, you got you got you got to do you. I think um, I think I think too I think too many people are held back by what people think. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not saying that. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I don't know. You feel what I'm saying? I don't know him. I don't know. You feel what I'm saying? His family situation. I don't know. It's a lot of unknowns. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think, I think a lot of people are held back from what people think in, in the public opinion and, and, uh, what, what social media is going to say about you. Cause, um, and this is my, this might be like off script or like, you feel what I'm saying? Just like, you know, uh, right field type shit, but um, you know it's it's crazy that people will love you today and then crucify you tomorrow type shit. You feel what I'm saying? And then you could do something and they will love you again. People's opinion about you is fickle mm-hmm. at best. You feel what I'm saying? It could change within five minutes. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, at the end of the day, you gotta you have to you have to do you, but you 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 do you you are sharing the world. You feel what I'm saying? You are sharing the world. So um, you know, you have to you have to have consideration for people. But the the hustler in me was like, that was that was crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? If he made money off of that, like like that that was that was quick thinking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, Yeah, you can't knock somebody's <laughs> ambition. That, yeah, that I can totally respect. And I, I would never knock somebody's yeah, hustle. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> you got to think about the the overall. Cause that's like if that's like if you went to an ice cream truck, right? So let me give you a scenario though. Let me give you a scenario with that. Okay. Let's say, let's say he, um, let's say the guy that was selling the Perel, right? He um, he gave all the the nursing homes in this area Perel, mm-hmm. but he sold what he had left on eBay for eight thousand. Is he a bad person? Or is he just trying to get money? You feel what I'm saying? Like, like you said, it's it's uh it's a lot of details that that might be left yeah. out. That might have been the case. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But but that's what I'm saying. So would you would you go to um a store and buy a bag of chips that you've been buying for the past X amount of years for two dollars? Would you pay seven dollars for it? Mm. Because that's your only option. Yes, I would. All if, right. it, if it was even say if it was my favorite chips, and I'm like, eh, you feel what I'm saying? But, but I would. But you wouldn't do it all the time. I wouldn't do it all the time. No, so no, no, no. that that's the point I'm making. Yeah. Now, so he kind of cornered the market yeah. for a necessary uh, item, and he played on people's fears. At the same time. Now, whether that's a good business, uh, you know what I'm saying, tactic or him being money hungry, mm-hmm. I don't know. But <clears throat> he probably had some inside information. Yeah. And, uh, decided to, you know, take care, uh, uh, do that and 
you know what I'm saying, take advantage of the situation. So it's always a catch-22 when it Most comes definitely. to situations like that. Most definitely. So if, if I was that person, I wouldn't, like, my markup, I would have a decent markup. But I'm not gouging you. I'm definitely not. I'm not going to gouge you. But um, let me ask you about let me ask you about another situation. Um, you know when Nipsey Hussle first came out, he sold his uh his uh his CDs for a hundred dollars a a jump. Or was it a hundred or was it a thousand? I think it was a thousand. You feel what I'm saying? And then people people bought it. You feel what I'm saying? People bought it to support um that. And I think that was um that was just the 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 business aspect of it. Um, I think um. Not comparing the two things, but business, business, business is business. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I think we have to separate the two when it comes to that. Because um, are you dumb enough to buy it? Like you feel what I'm saying? Like if, if are if you if you buy it, then you, that's something that you 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 know you you thought about, and that's that's the decision that you made. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I can't really knock him for selling it for like that. More, he's no different than um, off white selling shoes for seven hundred dollars. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Um, I can't. The hustler in me is not can't can't knock it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You feel what I'm saying? I just I just can't knock like the aspect or the business move of it. You feel what I'm saying? It's definitely not ethical. I can say that much. But um, with me, I separate the two. I separate business from from personal. You feel what I'm saying? If you gotta make a business move that you think would would help um your business and, and going forward and shit like that, cause um okay, all right, boom. This strings it together. Cause I think Nipsey Nipsey Hustle did that to promote it. You feel what I'm saying? It wasn't I don't think it was so much of the price. The price. Just to get people talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Got people talking about him. You feel what I'm saying? And that, you know what I'm saying, added to his popularity and his, you know what I'm saying, his stardom for real. You feel what I'm saying? I don't know what the Perel dude did. I have no idea. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I, I, um, I mean, that right there alone, he might have used that as a ploy to make headlines so, so people could come to his page. I mean, he might have had it up there for that price one day yeah. and dropped it the next. Yeah. Because now <clears throat> that somebody... You know, posted on whatever site, TMZ or whatever the case may be. This guy in such and such state has all this Pharrell and he's something for this yeah. price. People gonna look up. Exactly. They mess around and go there and be like, "Oh, it's not, it's not, it's not a thousand dollars anymore. Exactly. It's only, it's only a hundred now. Let me, let saying? me get ten. Exactly. And now, you, I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. So it, it, it's crazy, but I can't knock anybody's business hustle. Um, I try to judge people on their on their personal shit. Business, I think. For me, business is separate. Um, because more people, more they say more millionaires are built in the pandemics than, than any other time. Mm-hmm. And when when you know what I'm saying when when the economy is low and shit like that, it's just people's thoughts, people's you feel what I'm saying what they can to bring it to fruition for real. You feel what I'm saying what they can make happen for real. So I can't knock anybody for their business moves. I might not like it, but I can't knock it though. Yeah. I would have to say say it like that, but um, hey. so um, having uh simply decadence um be a, a household name, uh, I guess you could say, or you know having a commercial 
that's something you uh you see in your future or something that you a goal that you're trying to ascertain? Um Simply decadence, yes. The simply decadence is the what can I say? Is the simply decadence is the LLC. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And not my my whole image for what I want to build is more it, it, it's more than than just cooking. I want to do more than just cooking. I want to move into to, to real estate. I want to do um, vending machines. I want to do. I want to. I got I got a lot of ideas that I want to get popping. Simply Decadence is, is is the name of the corporation. You feel I'm speaking into fruition. Fuck it. Uh, simply so simply decadence is, is that you feel what I'm saying so you're um, gonna have multiple subsidiaries underneath yes. that uh, LLC yes indeed okay yes indeed and that's, you're gonna, that's you're, gonna the have to, you're gonna have to grow that definitely um, and probably make it an S corp yes, or indeed. C corp yes indeed so um, and that's, that's something I need to look into and all that the aspect of that for real for real you feel what I'm saying but that that's definitely the goal so multiple streams of income Most is, uh, I think, a popular topic and it's uh, trending, Yeah, I think, for 2020, especially, you know, in the black communities and stuff like that. Well, I can't even say just in the black communities. Um, uh, people who, who don't have six digits just laying around, mm-hmm. people who aren't born with 700 credit scores and uh, people don't have opportunities for somebody to pay for their college and yes, stuff indeed. like that. People who, who live ch- paycheck to paycheck, who have to get it out the mud, who's out there standing on court and setting waters and doing whatever to survive. You know, I think that uh, it's not only necessary, but it should be a stable, especially in these damn times, because you don't know what's going to happen. I've seen it at the gas station up the street from here. I seen a, a machine that sells bitcoins now. Uh, I seen that they actually have one in uh, Pentagon City where I work at. Uh, I seen that, yeah, and that's um. Speaking of bitcoins, man, that's that's crazy. That was a crazy bump though, like from what, like 2012 or something like that. If, that was a crazy bump right there. If, if I knew, yeah, what Bitcoin was going to be worth back when, uh, what was it, like two thousand six or seven, when somebody was selling it, was selling it for like twenty three cents. Yeah, man, I would have bought so much. Man, that and Amazon, man, like, like for real, that that's crazy, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 crazy. But uh, um, just going back to you know what we're speaking, of, I think I think right now is um. It's a it's a beautiful time for black people though, man. Um I think we're showing what we can do, what we're made of. Um I think we're we're headed in the right direction. Um I think I think the spotlight is on us right now and it's it's on us to show the world that we're more than, you know what I'm saying, what they think we are. Um I think it's it's a lot of business opportunities for us. It's a lot of um it's 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 a lot. It's a lot right now, and it's uh, I think it's a it's a turning point right now for black people, and it's I think it's on us to show that that we can be more than you know the these thugs and and, and gangsters and, and shit like that that they they trying to uh, make us out to be for real. Um, and and for the people that that say that you know um, for Black Lives Matter, black people got to start killing black people. Um, 
every race kills themselves. It has, it's always been wars. It's always been shit like that. It's always been little spats and shit like that. So I don't think that gives you an excuse for, I don't think that gives police officers an excuse for, for killing us. I don't think that's the case. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful time though. It's a, it's a beautiful time to be, you know what I'm saying? To be African American, to be, you know, to be any race, honestly, you feel what I'm saying? Cause that's really what it's about. It's really about love for real, for real. It's really not about just one race. Um, but you know, we, I think we, it's on us to show what we're made of right now. The spotlight is on us and it's so what, what are we going to do with it? You feel what I'm saying? So, but it's, it's definitely a beautiful time though. Real talk. Nothing but opportunities right now. I don't think I could be another race. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like real talk. And it's nothing personal against them. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I couldn't imagine myself uh, being white. I mean, there's a lot of advantages to it. Mm-hmm. But, like. I take a white credit score. Yeah. It just, it seems boring yeah. um, for the most part. Now, you know, it'd be different if, you know, I was born that way. I would still, my soul would feel plight for a person of color. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not that person. Like, I had experiences when I was younger, like elementary school. Like, I experienced racism before I knew it was racism. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. And I'm just like, but why, why be that way? Yeah. You know, like I, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, I'm like for a child to be, you know, eight, nine years old, 10 years old and to be like, you look this way. I don't like you. Yeah. It's just fucked up. That's true. And I'm like, why, why would anybody teach that to their kids? You know? And I'm just like, look at, look at all the examples you had as a child. Um, when it comes to like TV, uh, cartoons, shit like that, you know what I'm saying now? Don't get me wrong. It was a lot of uh, hidden, uh, you know, racism shit or discriminatory stuff in there, and they didn't really hide it. It It's just you know, like in the eighties and stuff like that. that But like enjoying that shit. But like, like, look at the Muppet Babies, Mm -hmm. right? Now, of course, this is all puppet children Mm -hmm. or whatever. But they were all different, Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter. Like they was funny looking than the motherfucker. But none of that shit mattered. Like, you never brought up the fact that one was a pig, one was a dog, one was mm-hmm. a bear, one was a... I don't know what the fuck Gonzo was, but yeah, he had a fucked up nose and shit. You know, all that all that shit didn't matter. So, I as I got older, you know, I kind of took that philosophy with me in all aspects. Just like people... Uh, I, I read uh, the book on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, and... Um, uh, I started Malcolm X's book. I haven't finished it. It's a real dope read so far. But um, I get I I uh, I have a lot of admiration for you know civil rights leaders and, and people in Black history. But I get more inspiration from anime characters than I do from actual people. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds kind of crazy, but you know, like, uh, you, you familiar with Dragon Ball Z, right? Okay. So, as I watched Goku develop, I've seen him take on task after task with no hesitation. And the only thing he wanted to do was get stronger and take mm-hmm. care of his friends. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? 
Now, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, leaders in history or black culture and stuff like that didn't do that. No, no, no. But, we don't get inspiration from different things. That's, yeah. That's quite a lot. So, you know, people look at me like I'm crazy when I yeah. say that, but I'm like, different strokes for different folks. Most definitely. I think, um, you know, it's all about it's all about how you learn. Some people learn visually. Some people learn they got to be hands-on. Some people, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, as long as we get to to the goal that's at hand, it's no, it, it really doesn't matter how you, you feel what I'm saying, how you get that message. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, that's 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 all it's about for real, for real. Me personally, I was never like, I, I never, I just never really had hate. I never really like, I never, you know what I'm saying, was like the person that could sit down and like just um, hate a person. It was a learned emotion. You feel what I'm saying? Um, it was a learned emotion. Uh, it was something that, that, that needed to be picked up out on the streets. You feel what I'm saying? Um, but even going back to like, you know what I'm saying, my childhood, like, you know what I'm saying, before before the streets and shit like that, it was just like a... Um, Mom Dukes passing passing a homeless guy on the street for real for real. I only got two dollars, let me give him one type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um so that that's a learned emotion for real for real. Most of the most of the time. Um so you know, man, it's um it's fucked up that, that the world is like that, but um that's the task at hand right now. You know what I'm saying? I never look down at homeless people. Um but I, I I had a fear and, and I grew a disdain. I actually had an experience with a uh, crackhead, right? So. You got bumbo? <laughs> no, I know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hold up, yeah. Hold up, yeah. I read this meme earlier, yeah. I read this meme earlier. He was like, you know what I'm saying? Imagine having a, 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 um, a disagreement with a homeless guy and he just stick his finger in you. <laughs> No, no, no. I should have just throw you off, yeah. Throw you off. I'm gonna kill him. (laughs) I'm gonna kill him. Ain't no human decency or nothing involved. If I'm gonna die from you putting your fingers in my mouth, I'm gonna kill you. And if I don't kill you, I'm gonna cripple you. I'm going. That's a crazy situation right there. Yeah, make me want to brush my teeth right now. And I ain't, I ain't even nowhere near this. Hey, uh, I seen that joke. I got the laughing instantly. Yeah, I said that's some crazy shit. Who would just be like sitting there just thinking some shit like that? Just, just like yeah, man, I ain't got no money. Like you got some money. Like nah, I ain't got. No- <laughs> Especially if you turn your back to him and he turn back, like if you say, "All right, what about?" and then you turn around and he just had this finger just hey, that's fucked up. Hey, yeah, uh, oh, Lord have mercy, man. All right, man. All right, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> so, um, I want to say I was maybe ten or eleven, and uh, sitting outside, um. Uh, in my front yard, and I think my brother uh, was like on the porch or something like that. And this this random dude walked up to me and asked could he use my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. Let me ask. Let me ask my sister. My mother was home at the time. Mm-hmm. And as I was walking to my house, I heard footsteps behind me. Yeah. And I turned around, and he was like, "Follow me." And I was like, "Hey, man, you know, you could, you can wait at yeah, by the yeah, gate." Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker walked past me and went in my house. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm like, 
Like, I had to double take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like I said, I was probably between the ages of 10 and 12. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I, uh, I probably was like maybe five, six, five, seven, something like that. He had me by a good eight inches. Yeah. So this motherfucker walked in my house. My sister sitting on the couch like, who the fuck is you? Yeah. And then he closes the door and then sits in the corner. So I was talking to herself. Oh, As I grew up, I realized that this was the crackhead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he was obviously homeless yeah. from his apparel. He had like this tattered, uh, torn up Nike sweatsuit, mm-hmm. uh, with holes in it. Um, some throwback Reebok classics, um, that look like they've been through three train car accidents. Yes, and he's mumbling to himself and I'm like, Man, let's 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 push him out the house, and yeah. we trying to grab this nigga, and I didn't realize he had crackhead strength. <laughs> yeah, so I, I hear my brother, he outside saying, "Man, what's going on? What's going on?" He yelling. I'm like, "Man, go get Tommy." He's my neighbor from down the street, mm-hmm. and Tommy come down there. He uh, he was able to bust open the door, and he like, "Man, what's going on?" So, man, this dude just walked in the house. He started yeah. tripping, and he was like, "Hey, man." Uh, before I swing this bat, I, he had this bat in his hand. Mm-hmm. I need you to get up and walk out the house, or I'm gonna drag you out. So he kind of gave him this look, like he recognized what was about to happen. Yeah. Then he stood up and walked away. Now I didn't know that my sister was on the phone in the kitchen calling the police. The police yeah. pulled up, and they yoked him up. They get to talking to yeah. him. I'm sitting. Uh, I'm talking to one officer on the porch, and they got him behind the car t- talking to him and shit. Right. So the police walked away. They they probably talked to him for another 10 minutes. Then they let this motherfucker walk away. I was like, he could have yeah, killed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what was that? Yeah. They ain't even explained to me. They explained to my neighbor what happened. <laughs> they didn't explain to me, yeah. like, what you know what I'm saying, why they let him go. So years go by. And I'm uh I'm on my way to a wreck party mm-hmm. right up the street from my house. And... Uh, it's a it's a house on the corner right before you get to the school where the gym is, mm-hmm. and I see this dude come out the house, and it's this nigga. Yeah. And I'm like, is, no, he, is he better? Is he is he looking no, like better now? Like, like like he's like he's he's clean. He got yeah, on like yeah, a yeah, you yeah. know black t shirt jeans. Yeah. He's hopping in the car, and I'm like, I know this nigga face yeah. from someplace, right? Where the fuck do I know this nigga from? And. It took me probably like ten minutes because I was on like once I once I I had that thought in my mind I was like I gotta figure out who the fuck yeah. is I was like man that was that fucking crackhead that bust up in my house yes, right indeed. come to find out he was a uh, he was a coach for a football team mm. um, for Palmer Park if I'm not mistaken and he was known for doing crack yeah and I'm like how the fuck out of all people. Houses, he decided to bust and it's going to be mine. Mm. And come to think about it, as I realized, as my life been progressing, I think that was the start of like random shit happening to me. <laughs> like you laughing, but I'm, I'm dead ass no, serious. No, 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 because I, I feel you, man. I, I definitely feel that. You feel what I'm saying? And it, it's shit like that. Like I, me personally, I always think it's like like a like a hidden lesson or like hidden like messages and shit like that. I don't I don't ever think that 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 random shit happens for any reason. Um, and, and that's, I think that's just how, how I am. I think that's just how, like, I get, like, how my brain works. You feel what I'm saying? I try to, like, I try to, like, think on every, every situation, like, it's something, it's something more there. You feel what I'm saying? And it just, um, 
Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm not meant to know what the fuck it is, though, sometimes. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, but just uh, just to have that happen, you feel what I'm saying, and then you can recall that, you feel what I'm saying, that what happened back in the day, and then you can, and then you seen the guy again, like, you feel what I'm saying, that that right there what got my brain working, like, what, what the fuck going on here? Like, you know what I'm saying, is it something I need to know, right, you know what I'm saying, right there, or like, you feel what I'm saying, or is that just like, what the fuck it is, like, type shit, for real. That's how my brain works. You feel me? And that, you know, but that that that's definitely crazy though. That that first shit, I don't know what the fuck I would do. I'll give you another uh, yeah. situation <clears throat> at that same gas station up the street at my house. From my house, um, uh, it was me, my man Donnie, my nephew, and somebody else in the car with me. It was all in my truck. Random. I'm pumping gas. I, I don't even. I don't remember where we was headed. I'm pumping gas. Mm-hmm. A random person walks up. It's a lady, a homeless lady, I believe, from the way she was dressed and smelled and looked. Yeah. Um, she asked me for some change. Now, I didn't have no cash on me. I said, um, I told my man to grab some change out the cup holder, give that to her, right? Yeah. She was like, where y'all going tonight? I'm like, uh, to church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, anything that's going to make her walk away. And I'm just like, uh, I'm just like, I, I, I finished pumping gas. Uh, I get back in the car, and my man say something to him. He's like, hey, come here. I'm like, man, don't know. Yeah. over He fucking with her and shit, yeah. right? He like, hey, man, um, how much you going to charge for my man? Right? He's talking about my nephew and shit. He was fucking with him. And he like, man, man, pull off. <laughs> so I pull off, right? Yeah. And we, we leave out the uh, parking lot of the, the gas station. We go up to the light. It's probably like maybe 30, 40 feet away. Sitting at the light talking, and then the door opens up, and it's the lady, mm-hmm. and she's like she's reaching at my man. She's like, "Give me them nuts," and he like, "Pull off, bro." <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh no, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she hawked us down, and she thought she was gonna get a date, I guess. And she she went she opened the door while we was at the light, and went to grab that my man's shit, and was like, "Give me them nuts." So. I thought somebody was playing when they opened the door and it yeah. was her. Yeah. And he was like, pull off, bro. Yeah. Man, we pull off. I think she fell. I don't remember. You I was, can't make that type of shit. You can't make that type of shit up, yeah? Like, no, real talk. That's, you, you definitely got it for the crazy stories, though, big dog. Like, for real. Look, it, it goes it goes on and on. Like, if I if I made a list, I would need a couple of pages. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's indeed, man. Look, you know, man. It's, um... It, it, it's crazy. It, it's crazy out here, man. I, I don't know what to, what to speak on with that. It's definitely um situations that motherfuckers seen when they was, you know what I'm saying, when they were smaller and was kids, adolescents and shit like that. So, you know, but um, I think that made us who we are, though, man. So, you know, it, I guess it is what it is with that, though. You feel what I'm saying? I, with, I don't know what with, to speak of that. With age comes experience. And Most with definitely. experience comes knowledge. You know, I I was very naive in my youth. Yeah. Um, Shit, uh, back when I, I I had first started smoking weed, I only knew one person that sold weed, right? Yeah. So I thought this was like the only person I could yeah, buy yeah, weed yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it it was crazy because I was staying in New Carrollton at the time. So like anytime I wanted to smoke, I had to call this nigga, wait on him mm-hmm. to come bring the shit and all this other shit. And I would come back, you know, around around my way, and. I would find out like everybody else that I knew was selling weed, and I was just like, "Damn, I, 
I didn't have to struggle and wait. <laughs> like, wait for this nigga, yeah. man. I ain't had to wait for this weed, You man. know what, what I'm saying? But <laughs> just, just me just being naive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, it, it's like, you know, I was minding my business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't everybody, you know, when What's they that? was going off to do their deals or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't following them, making their shit yeah, hot yeah, or nothing yeah. like that. So all that all that goes hand in hand. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? So I tell you what, uh, all that shit. It, it makes you who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all the experience I ever had uh, growing up and trials and tribulations, good, bad. Uh, I, I tell you some funny shit that happened to me and David back in the day. Mm-hmm. So um, back when he was staying in Greenbelt, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> over there behind Greenbelt Metro, oh, not Metro Station, Greenbelt Police Station. Okay. We yeah, met yeah, these yeah. we met these girls mm-hmm. on on the humble, yeah. and uh, they was trying to smoke and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So we was like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? We gonna link up tonight, blah 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 blah. And like I said, at this time, only knew one person that smoked weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after waiting all day for this nigga to uh, come and drop this shit off, he he ended up uh, forgetting this shit. So. David was like, man, you get the weed? I was like, nah. So I was like, fuck it. Let's just go around there and tell them we got it and still try to fuck with whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So we ended up going back over to Shorty Building. She uh, get her cousin to come out. We walk in the wheels and shit. They're like, roll that shit up. So David, dumbass, gonna say, hey, T, roll that shit up and try to walk off <laughs> and, and, yeah. and throw this shit on me, right? So yeah. I was like... Damn, dog! Like you, we can't even distract them or nothing. You can't play this all. You just gonna—he's gonna gonna leave me the fifth floor right here. So we, we, I ended up trying to turn the situation into, you know, I'm saying, uh, let's play some truth or dare type shit. You know what I'm saying? After having to just flat out say, "Hey, look, man, my weed man didn't come through, and they went on us for a little bit, but you know, we end up." you know what I'm saying, separating and doing our own thing until probably like 12 midnight. And this was the fucked up thing. So we we got dropped off around there. We wasn't driving at the time. So we was like, we're going to catch the last bus from Greenville Station to get back around the way. We ended up pushing that shit off so far back. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning mm. of us trying to go to yeah. the station to catch that last train. Missed that shit, right? Yeah. So, like, we literally, this was fucked up. We we went, we bought our fare cards, and then the guy said, hey, man, last train left 20 minutes ago. I was like, why mm-hmm. you let us buy fare cards? Yeah, like, they some bad ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For real, like, yeah. I put, like, seven dollars on this bitch. <laughs> like, I was planning on using this again. I could have yeah. used that for something else. Yes, indeed, So. Man. Uh, I, was I working? Yeah, That's I was, that, I was that working at the time. Every, every, every dollar counted. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Now we blown. Mm-hmm. It's like one thirty in the morning. We ain't got no ride, and we go back out to uh, the bus stop. There's three other niggas there. Uh, David had a cell phone, but his phone was dead. Mm-hmm. So it was one nigga rapping to his girl like the whole time, and um, we all talking this shit. We like basically talking about how we all ended up here, yeah. like you know what I'm saying how we got stranded at Greenville yeah, Station. Yeah, yeah. So. The dude was like, look, man, my girl about to get us a cab. If you want to split it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we can all go in and I'm yeah. like, shit, well, we going to New Carrollton. Um, that shit shouldn't be too much for us. Yeah. They, they was going to like suit in the Capitol Heights or mm-hmm. something like that, right? 
So the the cab driver end up this big African nigga. We first of all, we five deep, well six deep in the cab if you include the driver. Yeah. I'm in the front seat. It's David in the middle of the other three niggas, mm-hmm. right? The cab driver took the longest way to get to New Carrollton. Like it, it felt like he went around the Beltway. Yeah. And we went to that Seven Eleven right at the top of eighty fifth. Yeah. We like, man, you can let us out right here. Yeah. I looked at the total. Man, I ain't gonna lie. We had like twelve dollars. That shit was like twenty some dollars, right? Oh, that means. So, I was like, all right, let me get out the car and get the money, right? So, I pull out my money. I give it to David. David, like, all right, all right, you gonna have to let me out so I can get in my pockets, right? So I turn around. I'm tying my shoe and shit. This nigga David say, "Hey, hey, here, hold this turn and walk off." <laughs> So I hand the dude that's sitting closest to the door the money. He like, yeah. where the rest of it at? And I look at the cab driver. Then I look at David. He's sprinting across <laughs> 85th Avenue going in the back. I think that was Lennox Court or, or Cambridge Crossing, one of them apartment yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look back down. I took off right behind hey, him. I don't blame shit. The African shit. cab driver hopped out this fucking cab. Kicked his flip flops off and started chasing me. You I was like, yeah. I was like, why did he kick his flip flop off? Like, I thought about this afterwards, but I was like, I guess he thought because his feet was fucked up, he was gonna have better traction. He did maximum traction right there. Oh, he said, flip flops ain't gonna get the job. So he 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 followed us for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. We lose him. So we 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 hopping over fences. We, because I was staying at, um, Sutton Walk, which yeah. is right at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I, my, like, my apartment was like literally like in the front right next to the rental office. Yeah. So we taking all these back ways to get to the apartment complex across from mine. So as soon as we come like up to the street, we see the police come down on both sides of the roads with the spotlights. Yeah. I'm like, these niggas looking for us. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. So we had to wait for these niggas to get out of sight, run across the street, run into my apartment. And I'm like, nigga, why you leave? He like, dog, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, that nigga motherfucking got ghost out there, man. Hey, listen, man, that, that was that age back then, though, man. Shit, all I got is 12. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> if you see me running, you better get the running yourself, yeah, for real. See, but we, we, we never discussed this. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. never like, this is what we going to hey. do. He just was like, fucking, I'm out. Yeah. He, it was like it was like Craig on Friday. Yes, indeed. And, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, on uh, When he seen Baby D and shit, he was mm-hmm. like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No warning, no nothing. You got a body there, man. Hey, man, listen, I don't blame him, man. It's been plenty of times, man, they hop cabs, man, for real, yeah. So, you know, man, that's just, that's just part of that shit back in the day, man. We was kids, man. It's, um, it's, 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 it was, it was some crazy times when we was kids, man. Like, I say this, though. I say this, um, it was a lot of shit that, that we did when we were, like, Adolescence, you know what I'm saying? 12, 13, 14, shit like that, 15, teenage years that a lot of people are like, like just starting to do type shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, um, like I was smoking weed when that shit wasn't like, like cool. Like it wasn't, wasn't the it thing. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's mainstream now. Um, that and everybody want to be thugs and gangsters nowadays and they don't even know what the fuck the basis is of it. Like, Nobody, nobody did that shit back in the day to like front stream it. 
Like it wasn't like you feel what I'm saying. It wasn't it wasn't done to be popular. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it was it was done for a goal. It was done for first and foremost, it was way more organized than it is now. I don't know what the fuck is going on now. Um, I don't even know if you can call that shit like being gangsters or being thugs. I don't, I don't know what the fuck people are doing now. Um, uh, I would call it uh, living, a, being uh, living, being a fraud. That you know what I'm saying, perpetrating not, a certain uh, image. Image, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's not even like young niggas doing this shit. It's like it's older people doing this shit for names. They doing it for names now. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like it's the goal. The goal back in the day was to get out of the streets. You feel what I'm saying? Now it's like people are rushing to get in there. You feel what I'm saying? Like we we wanted to to do something to get better, to get more, even more money. You feel what I'm saying? Like a better um a better neighborhood that we felt more comfortable in, or like you feel what I'm saying? Get mom dukes out of the situation that she had to work. You know what I'm saying so long, or like you feel what I'm saying? That was the that was the aspect and the goal of it. Nowadays, it's just like um they doing it for recognition. It's like it's like it's a um it's it's a persona now. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It's a persona now, and it's it's um it's the 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 message is lost in it. You feel what I'm saying? It's um I don't think people understand the basics of it. You feel what I'm saying? That's where that's where it's fucked up at. You feel what I'm saying? Because it was codes, it was codes back in the day, and it's not none of that shit now. It's it's just loyalty is yeah, yeah. something that um. It's, it's, it's the last of a dying breed yeah. when it comes to at least our generation. It's like anybody born after 99, you see a steady decline. I really, I could say after 95, yeah. you saw a steady decline in, you know, what hip hop era or the, the hip hop evolution or uh, the black community in general. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they, they they make that mean all the time. Once once Big Mama pass away, family break up, yeah. and they don't get back together. It's all you know. what I'm saying the semblance of uh, the past. So that's what you see now. You see a lot of people trying to emulate something or be something that they not because you know it. it I say to a lot of people, it starts in the home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like with my nephews, um, always. You know, whenever I was doing smoking, drinking, whatever, stuff mm-hmm. like that, I never allowed them around me. Always told them to uh, stay in the house. I'm always putting them on game, always pushing them to, you know, go to school or get a job or, you know what I'm saying, develop a skill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never uh-huh. said, do what I do. Let me be the life lesson <laughs> that you, you know what I'm saying, that you, you look and you say, all right, I see he's tired of working 80 plus hours. I see he's tired of, you know what I'm saying, working for somebody else. Let me put myself in a situation where I can do better. And then, you know what I'm saying, I can pass that down. A lot of people aren't doing that, you know, creating creating legacies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that completely. Um with that with that being said, with that being said, I, um and I'm not taking away from anything that we say to the youth. You feel what I'm saying? But most of the time they're watching our actions. I know um, I started doing what I was doing, you know what I'm saying, because I see my older brother doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And I, I can admit that. You feel what I'm saying? Um, but I'm not, I wouldn't take anything away from what I did. Because like we were saying before, it made us who we are. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. 
I think it's all about balance. I think everybody needs a little bit of street, a little bit of, you feel what I'm saying, education, a little bit of books, a little bit of, you feel what I'm saying? I think all that shit comes into play for real. Um, One thing I would say, though, is embrace where you are. You feel what I'm saying? Embrace it wholeheartedly. You feel what I'm saying? Because I try to take the seaside mentality into the Ritz-Carlton. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, nah, nigga, what the fuck is he doing? Like, you feel what I'm saying? You can't thug it out in, in Ritz-Carlton. You feel what I'm saying? You yeah. got to you gotta understand what what things you can bring and what things you can't. And you have to embrace where you are completely. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing, it's nothing wrong with fucking up. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes and shit like that, for real, for real. But understand where you are. You feel what I'm saying? Understand where you are in life. Understand where you are at this moment. Because everything changes. And I think that, I think the um, the smartest man or the um, the, the man that, that gets it embraces that change and doesn't fight against it. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I think that's the most important thing. Um, Cause man, I, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I went. I can give you three as I can give you three aspects of like you know what I'm saying change that like like it was like a culture shock to me. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Duval was a culture shock. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Cause you know what I'm saying Seaside was one thing, right? But mm-hmm. Duval was a whole nother thing. You feel what I'm saying? Even though it was just across the street from one another. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? That shit was a culture shock. You feel what I'm saying? For motherfuckers. Thugging it out in, in the hallways to, you know what I'm saying? It, it was a situation where we had a substitute and we was actually shooting dice in the back of science class. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? From that, um, you know what I'm saying? From, from, from that shit to, to going to, I went from Duval to Parkdale. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that shit felt like Dawson's Creek to me. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like some Seven Heaven type shit. Like it was, Duval was, Predominantly black. You had you had your white people sometimes. You had your Migos sometimes. You had shit like that sprinkled. You feel what I'm saying? But it was predominantly black. So you pretty much knew what you got. I got up in Parkdale. I seen you got you had groups now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you had your jocks. You had the goth, the gothic. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got the motherfuckers in that joint. I seen motherfuckers playing guitars, and you got. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, that shit, that shit hit me so hard. I was like, you know what I'm saying? I think I'm going to skip go up and do about see what's going on here. <laughs> so, you feel what I'm saying? Parkdale is uh, a school that's in the Magna program. Because I actually, I went to Parkdale ninth or 10th grade, mm-hmm. and then I got expelled. And that was some bullshit, too. Yeah, that, because, yeah. So, I, I, yeah. I got a funny story about, you know what I'm saying, about ex- an expulsion, you feel what I'm saying, Duval. Um, you got expelled from Duval? Let me say, let me speak, let me speak this, let me speak this real quick. Uh, let, me, let me speak this real quick. Um, so boom. So we had got into it, we had got into it with good luck niggas. You feel what I'm saying? It was a big motherfucker fight across the street from Duval. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not sure if you was around that around that time. Which which one? That, exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. It was it was right there. It was right there at the bus stop. Right there, four slate. You know what I'm saying? It was right there at the bus stop. You feel what I'm saying? And I told myself, you know what I'm saying? That day, I was like, yeah, so I'm like, man, I'm not fucking with these niggas. Because we get into it all the time, for real, for real. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? We go to the same school. Hatfield and McCoy. Yeah, you feel <laughs> what I'm saying? It, we go to the same school. We, we're right there, like, you know what I'm saying? Across the street from motherfuckers, for real, for real. You feel what I'm saying? So, 
at this 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 day, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm not I'm not fucking with them today. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Whoever won, you know what I'm saying, do what they do, you know what I'm saying, fuck it. So they ragging, I'm I'm talking to one of the old heads and shit, you know what I'm saying? He washing us and shit like that for real, for real. It wasn't until somebody pulled a knife out and I seen it, you feel what I'm saying? And I and I like snuck him real quick to make sure he didn't, you feel what I'm saying, he ain't getting none of my mans with the knife for real for real. So boom, that shit happened. So I'm thinking, boom, you know what I'm saying? It's just another day type shit. You know what I'm saying? I get home, I check the messages, you know what I'm saying? My administrator on that jump, like, yeah, we see Manuel over there in a the, in the, in the group gang fight type shit, you know what I'm saying? He expelled. You know what I'm saying? Like, like call me back type shit. Boop. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I never forget the joke because you know what I'm saying. I deleted that joke real quick, and I took my ass to school the next day. I'm like, hey, we gonna see you. We gonna see you. you know what I'm saying if they say something, they say something. They don't. But long story short, they didn't say shit. They didn't say I don't. So I don't know what happened there. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't say anything. It wasn't on school property. It, it wasn't on school property, and, and it might have been like a scare tactic type shit, or like you know what I'm saying to see where motherfuckers' head was at. But my mother wasn't about to hear that shit, though. I tell you that much right now, for real, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Um, where's your proof? Exactly. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Exactly, man. So you know, man, that was a crazy situation with with that expelled. You know what I'm saying? Being expelled and shit, man. But but just to just to go back, you feel what I'm saying? Um, and, and talk about the culture shock. Um, in, in, in the Ritz Carlton, it was more, um, it was, it was, it's my first corporate type job. You feel what I'm saying? I've dealt with a lot of restaurants, back of the houses, front of the houses type shit, shit like that. Um, but you know, I think every aspect had, has, had it, every aspect that I was in, every, every restaurant that I was in had a hood aspect to it. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And it, it felt, Comfortable because I, you know what I'm saying, familiar for real. You feel what I'm saying? But Brits Carton is, was a different beast, you know what I'm saying, so to speak, because it was, um, it was corporate. You really couldn't do certain things. You really can't talk a certain way type shit. And that, another thing I want to bring up, just side shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Why, why do, why is, why is Ebonics like, why would somebody say you speak Ebonics is just like like you're a bad person? Like, you feel what I'm saying? And I, I get that from like, you feel what I'm saying, from people for real for real. Like, if you speak, if you speak Ebonics, you just have to be like a bad person type shit. You feel what I'm saying? It's just, but it's, I think that's just our culture though. That's just like, you feel what I'm saying? Just like how we, how we was name type shit. But that's neither here nor there. That's just that's a side conversation. Yeah, that's just that's, that's, just, that's, that's just my mind working. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's, that's systemic yeah, racism. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? A whole nother, a whole nother lane. Because to be honest, with that shit, you're actually if if we're talking like that, we're we're um, they're trying to like make us talk like them. You feel what I'm saying? Because proper English is, is white people English. In our, you feel what I'm saying? In in in, in like. Our circles, you feel what I'm saying? Because nah. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I, I I say that to say that you know, um, Chris Carlton was was a culture shock, but it it made me level up though. Um, it made me uh think differently. It, it exposes me to different 
uh, aspects of the world and, and, and shit that's going on for real, for real. Um, one thing I would say to a person that is going into a new situation or um, something that they feel like is different than what they have been used to is um, have, have your plan. Have, have know what know what you want to do with um, I would say every aspect of your life per se. No, nobody's gonna ever have it all figured out but no like if you direction you want to go yeah you feel what i'm saying if you know you want to do a business know what type of business you want to do and know like what certain elements you need to make that business grow you feel what i'm saying it wasn't it took me a minute to um to get that while i was here because i was i was busy defending myself you feel what i'm saying um but in reality i'm in this situation where i could be building clientele and and resources you feel what i'm saying but the mentality of me, you know what I'm saying, trying to defend myself because I'm still in the mentality of, you feel what I'm saying, of this, but I'm here now, you feel what I'm saying, is going to be, it's a constant, that's a fight, you feel what I'm saying, but, so know, know what you want to do and um, see that in the aspect of where you are, you feel what I'm saying, uh, what you can, what you can build from that, what you can gain from that. Yeah. yeah. I think people in our background, unless we, you know, are uh you know employed or in the the company of certain black owned businesses um you got to code switch you know but you have to do that in order to put yourself in a situation where, where you could you know ascertain uh new skills new information mm-hmm. or you know just to feed yourself i mean it's it's a it's a natural part of life yeah. now when you become your own boss run your own company you can, you can, you know, act accordingly to how you want to, yeah. and you can, uh, you know, what I'm saying, you can uh, promote that environment also. But you got to remember where professional and personal, you know, what I'm saying, uh, should be separated. Yeah. And I always push that for people, like, you know, uh, years ago, and I used to work for this construction supply place. I used to put people on and I'm like, look, you know what I'm saying? We both around the way, but when we in here, you know what I'm saying? A certain way we got carried. We can't talk to customers a certain way. Yeah. We can't talk to, you know, our peers or our uh, coworkers a certain way. But, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to that, that hustle, that, that drive that got us to get this job, we take that and we put that in situations to make us grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When we leave here, hey, we go right back to what we, what we regularly on. Most definitely. And I think everyone should apply that to their life. You know, so not everyone is is blessed enough to be in a situation where they can do and say whatever they want, wherever they at. You know what I'm saying? I would call that the, the one percenters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and certain people of certain, uh, uh, how can I put this, uh, class of life. Privileges. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so people like us, hey, we got to go in and put that smile Definitely. You know, these days, throw that mask on so you really ain't got to smile, but you got to talk with a certain demeanor. And then after that, go back to doing us. Most definitely. Another thing with that shit is just, this This is this is the right feel to them. Um, why is that when a, when a black person doesn't smile or like, you know what I'm saying, presentable, he's a thug or a gangster, but when a white people do it, it's like he's determined. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's like he's, y'all... He he wants to get in there. You know what I'm saying? But neither here nor there again. 
But, <laughs> but it's just it's just it's just something that you feel what I'm saying. It's just it's it's sad but true. I I get yeah. it all the time. Um, I I I I have a stoic demeanor, mm-hmm. and somebody could tell me something that I find funny, but the simple fact that I don't want to see uh, I don't want my coworkers to see me. Uh, all jovial because yeah. they'll think I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm lackadaisical yeah. like that. I don't really give them like you know yeah. that whole oh, humorous yeah. side of yeah. me. Yeah. So I make sure that they know you know when I'm here I'm about business. No you know what I'm saying? So you know people's like you said earlier people's perception of you is theirs yeah. and theirs alone. You know what I'm saying? So you shouldn't let that persuade you. You know I, I would tell anybody you know be yourself. Yeah. You know because there's a lot of people out here. And I, I, I've done it in the past. Like, let's say, let's say you wanted to get with a girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You was like, damn, she bad. But she got this attitude and she liked things a certain way. And I, you know, you kind of conform to her way of life or doing things a certain way because you want this girl. Yeah. Like you, you put this image in your mind that, you know, this is the person I got to be with in order to keep her. I got to act like this. Yeah. And then if y'all break up or separate, whatever case may be, you kind of like feel like a, a weight's been lifted off your chest because True. you don't have to put on this yeah, yeah, yeah. persona no more. And people do that every day without it even being in a relationship and they don't even realize it. That shit, that shit is heavy though. That's some heavy shit. Like for real, like, um, you can lose yourself. Like truly, like and be miserable, walking around miserable, and just like you know, what I'm saying you can forget the reason that you even got with the person in the first place. Lose yourself—that's some heavy shit, right there. Not to like be you. You feel what I'm saying? And I, and I'm learning that for real, for real. And it's um, it's it's growth because I think everybody goes from here to there. You feel what I'm saying? I think growing up, you know, what I'm saying you're trying to find yourself anyway. You feel what I'm saying? So you go through many stages of like, you know what I'm saying? Who you think you, who you think you are, who you think you should be, who you, who you want to be and trying to put all that together for real, for real. But that's some heavy shit for, for a fucking adult to be like, you feel what I'm saying? That's, that's heavy. And I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not looking at that in a certain way or nothing like that, but that's, that's hard shit. Like for real. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's hard shit. Exactly. All right. So, how are you spending your downtime during these uh, trying times? I say, like you, uh, you streaming anything good or following uh, any type of YouTube channels or something that uh, put some people on to possibly? Um, downtime. I, I get a, I get down with a little bit, a little bit of two K, a little bit of Madden. Uh, but I've actually seen my, my, uh, what can I say? Um, my attention for that, like, like going, going a different direction since all this shit happened for real, for real. Like, I think what I, what I'm mostly focused on now, um, is like empowering like my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually seen them come up with a lot of like skills and business ideas for real, for real from, um, from my, my niece Grace. That that paints. I actually have a a, a paint on my you know I'm on my Instagram junk that she done for me. You know what I'm saying that lion paint. I'm not sure if you have seen that junk on there, but she did that for me. Um, you feel what I'm saying to my my nephew Malachi that you know he he wants to make sure he's a 
he's an entrepreneur. He's just a he's just a superstar. He he got <laughs> he got a lot of things, you know what I'm saying, going on. You feel what I'm saying? But future mogul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real talk. You feel what I'm saying? Um so my niece Tolu that, you know, she has um she has a podcast. Um uh Damn, I can't, I can't think of it right now. I'm, I'm sorry, Toto. I know you go get me for this one. Uh, <laughs> nah, <laughs> I know you go, yeah, but, uh, nah, it's cool. Um, but, um, if you, if you could remember it, uh, you know, send me the information. I'll post the link on, uh, yes, on YouTube. Pass this child. Pass this child. Pass this child. But I can't think of the channel, but so she gives you the aspect of like coming from like, cause my, my oldest brother is a, is a pastor down in Texas and she's, uh, she's the, the oldest of, of, his kids. So, um, she gives you the aspect coming from there, how it is being a pastor's child and, you know, the ups and downs of that. Real for real. She's actually starting her own clothing line for merch for the, for the channel and things like that. Giving, so just giving back, trying to give back. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's, that's how I spend most of my downtime. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Trying to think of different ways that I can like do things for people that like I didn't have when, you know, when I was younger or, or shit like that, for real, for real. Um, I've always, I've always been like that, trying to like, you know, trying to, trying to, trying to better the next generation or better, better the next man, for real, for real. You feel what I'm saying? So that's a lot of it, though. You know what I'm saying? I like, I spend a lot of time trying to like, um, trying to be in like, what can I call it? I don't want to say silence, but just like trying to meditate on different things and shit like that for real. You feel what I'm saying? That's when I think most of my best ideas come from. You feel what I'm saying? So I use this time and um, snacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you feel what I'm saying? You know, um, so this, this this time, this time was crazy. You feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, I think it was a blessing. I think I think it brought a lot out of people. So you feel what I'm saying? I think it brought a lot of good shit out of people. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I spend most of my downtime, for real, for real. If I'm not on the sticks, for real, for real. I might be, you know, trying to think of new ideas to do this or do that, for real, for real. But yeah, man. Okay. Um, so you most creative or your creativity comes from your downtime? Downtime, um, quiet time. You know, um, bouncing ideas off of different people, and um, watching watching comedy, man. I, like this is my thing. Like you feel what I'm saying. I know I know people got their own genres and shit like that. Mine's is comedy. It all bucks. Like you feel what I'm saying. I need my comedy. I need different jumps like that. Like um, I think my comedy is the escape from the crazy shit that's going on in the world. For real, for real. You feel what I'm saying. Everybody needs to laugh. For real, for real. I think that shit is is just healthy. You feel what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So. They yeah. say they say laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, I think I think so though, man. I will I will honestly have to say yeah, man, because that should that should just like shake you out of a bad mood for real type shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. you could be in the funk and the motherfucker come around with some crazy funny shit, and you'd be like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man, what the fuck we about to do today? You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah man, it's it's good shit, man. You feel what I'm saying? It's some good it's some good comedy out there, man. Hey, uh, do you follow uh, All Def Digital? Uh, I do not. We speaking about what what what, what uh, particular? All All Def Digital is a platform that Russell Simmons came up with. Uh, I want to say maybe ten years ago. Yeah, but he got a bunch of uh, black creators, mm-hmm. and he allowed them to you know create content uh, under his name. 
it can't they came with a bunch of uh different material that's on the internet right now mm. but a lot of internet personalities a lot of comedians came through there and they've been thriving off of that like the, the um when russell got in trouble the company ended up shutting down and then I think T.I. and somebody else is, uh, ended up buying the rights to it, buying it, uh, and now they developing it again, but they got a lot of good content and that shit is dumb funny. Like, but they also like, that's another reason when I was watching, um, when I was watching this podcast that, uh, a comedian, uh, had on stage and, um, Another comedian, Doughboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the heavyset dude that was a wild knot with the red hair back in the day. Yeah, I know you talking about. Yeah, so I they follow, I follow Kevin on stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they had this podcast called Righteous and Ratchet, mm-hmm. and when I was looking at it at their basis, like they talk about a lot of topical things, but it was them just being themselves, having a conversation like me and you are doing right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, man, this shit is dope. And that's kind of like what I want to do. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? So uh, watching them to hear more, Patrick Cloud, um, Keon Poli, Tony Baker, watch them develop their shows. And it, it kind of gave me motivation. Mm-hmm. So besides the fact that, and then they got like, uh, well, Kevin stays on his Patreon. He has like, um, like a digital creators program and a, and a, ste- a step-by-step class mm. on how to, you know, work all different platforms. And he's giving you game, you know what I'm saying? On how to, you know, improve. Yeah. So, you know, I, I give shout outs to Russell Simmons for building that platform and That's putting indeed. those people, you know, in my circumference. But like, yeah. you ever seen roast me? That's that. Is that when they in the like classroom setting? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. how I found out about, all deaf digital. Okay. It, it popped up on my Facebook feed one day, and then uh, you know how it is when mm-hmm. your phone be listening to yeah. this shit. Next this thing shit you know, you know what I'm saying. You you start seeing those individuals on your Facebook feed mm-hmm. or your IG feed or your YouTube feed. Yeah. So I started, you know, what I'm saying, uh, finding these people's platforms and going from there. But they, I'll send you some links on some stuff that's real, that. real funny. On some on some real shit. Yes, indeed. I thought we were talking about like the old Def Comedy jams. You, you know what I'm saying? When you first yeah, said, well, you know, that's on Amazon Prime right there. Yeah. 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 So so this is a new age version of that. This okay. Is, you know, a digital version of yes, that. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? So with everything that's going on, it's so many opportunities for you to be your own boss and put content out there. Because right now, you know, big companies like uh, NBC, HBO. And anybody that's, you know, that shoots network TV or cable TV, they don't have content because they can't have people they on site. Yeah. So it's an opportunity for people to create their own content, shoot it professionally, and sell it or license them to these companies. Yes, like, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the process of writing a script for a TV show that I, I've been uh, thinking about for years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm writing the story out. And I'm going to get somebody to professionally edit the script. And then once I get it licensed and everything, Boom. you know, if I can't shoot it myself, I'm going to try to sell the script. Most definitely. Because I think it's going to be dope. Yes, indeed, man. So, That's you know. shit right there, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of good content out there that uh, people aren't hip to. I try to hip people to as many, you know what I'm saying, creators and stuff like that. Or That's just indeed. different different stuff, period. Exactly. Like, um. Anything besides the normal. Yeah. No, know? no, no. I agree with that. I agree with that. There's definitely a lot out here right now. Okay. So, 
with the time being what it is, I know you got to go. Um, this has been dope, man. It, it, it has, though, man. You know? I would, um, I'd love to come back anytime you want me, man. You feel what I'm saying? We we definitely got to do this again. I love this setup right here. And what, it all depends on what this cookie you gave me yeah. do to oh, me. Listen, it, it's listen. loud. You might you, you <laughs> might hate me for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, but, yeah, but, you know what I'm saying? But you, you're going you gonna to enjoy that. You're going to enjoy that. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I would say start with half and then work your way up. But um, how about I start with a piece? To each his own. Yeah. Hey, listen, to each his own. Who am I to judge? <laughs> but uh, but you know, man, this this was definitely dope, man. Um, I would love to to end it with you know with any question that you know you want to you want to go out on if you if you want to do that. Um, I mean, we we pretty much covered up everything uh, that uh, I had on my list. Yes, indeed. So man. um. I mean, let's do it again. Yes, indeed. You know, man. I got I got a couple people lined up for my next couple shoots, but uh, most definitely we could do this again. I definitely. And any time, you know what I'm saying. I my my whole that. my whole goal, um, as I stated before, um, the I can't make this up podcast is a, a platform that you know uh, where I invite my guests on, and you know I interview them, and I, I have them, you know tell my audience a little bit about themselves we have dope conversation and we share stories that you know about our lives and some of it sounds crazy as hell and it's, it's too good to be made up hey man listen man you you've only heard the tip of the iceberg from both of us you know what i'm saying <laughs> like let's, yeah yeah <laughs> like you know what i'm saying but um i want to i want to go out and, and say this i want to i want to go out on this note man from for the um the kid or the teenager, man, that feels like, you know what I'm saying, you don't fit in or you just different or, you feel what I'm saying, something ain't right where you at, man. Embrace the feeling, man, you feel what I'm saying, because you're different for a reason. You feel what I'm saying, that uniqueness is for a purpose, and um, it's all about what you do with it, man. You feel what I'm saying, I'm pretty sure um, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X felt different at a, at a state and time. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so, man, never try to fit in. Always be who you are. You feel what I'm saying? And embrace every stage of life that you're in. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Love y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate the time, T. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, yes, man. Uh, won't you uh, let the people know where they can reach you? Oh, man. Simply Decadence Catering. That's um, on IG. You feel what I'm saying? Um, you got me Emmanuel Tawo on, on Facebook, man. Chef Tawo on Facebook. We have the website coming soon, man. Any, uh, you want to make any inquiries about, you know, uh, catering or, you know, the, um, the items that I talked about in here, the, the sauce, the simply decadent sweet chili sauce, um, sweet chili buffalo sauce. Uh, you can hit up, uh, simply decadence catering at gmail.com. We also have, we also are working on, um, what is this? We also are working on rib rubs. Um, we're working on brisket rubs. We're working on, you know, just our own authentic seasoning that you can just put on chicken, beef, whatever, man. Throw it in some ramen noodles. You know what I'm saying? We we wanna we wanna go down that route and you know, um man, we we will be doing a pop up soon for, for all that anything you need, man. You feel what I'm saying? So so yeah, man. Reach out, you feel what I'm saying? Gotta show love to the podcast, man. And for T having me on here, I appreciate that, man. 
Real hey, talk. man, that's that's dope. Y'all y'all heard it here first. So when that pop up comes and I and I'm talking about it, yeah. make sure y'all show up and support, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, man. So uh, this has been dope. And with the time constraints that we're on right now, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. And y'all know y'all can reach me um, on IG, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. I can't make this up podcast. I can't with a K. Yeah. I Can't Make This Up podcast, and you can also find us everywhere podcasts are available. Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, iHeart. Just, if you can get a podcast on your device, um, on your watch, on your phone, (laughs) on your laptop, on your MacBook, or or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a like, share, all that good stuff, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'd appreciate it. I'd appreciate it even more if you, uh, you know, would do it more than once. You yes, know, indeed. you know, show spread the love. But I ain't forcing nobody. Yes, saying. Indeed, I'm just, man. Share, I'm just, share the shit out of good content, man. If yeah. you feel like it's good content, share the shit out of it, man. Real yeah. talk. And um, you know, if you got any stories that you want to share or you want to be a guest on my show, reach out to me. Yes, indeed. Um, you can message me at any one of those platforms. Uh, I can't make this up podcast at gmail also so hey do your thing uh this has been another great installment thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you next time yes indeed man